I love the word of the Lord. Father, the entrance of your word give it light. Bring light to us. Somebody close your eyes, begin to pray. Say, Father, send me your light. Send me your word. Send me your word. Send me light. Send me your word. Send me your word. The entrance of his word give it light. The praying and say, Lord, I need your light. In 2022, I need your light. 2022, I need your light. The entrance of his word give it light. I pray for light for you. In Jesus' name, the Lord will preserve you and deliver you from evil. The Lord will crown your life with loving kindness and tender mercy. The Lord grace you on every side. Establish your goings and your comings. The Lord grace you on every side. Cause you to thrive where others are filled. Cause you to excel where others are filled. Cause you to experience growth, increase, acceleration. I pray in the name of Jesus that this will be that year. A year where God crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercy. The days of your struggle has come to an end. The days of transformation has just begun. Receive on common turnarounds. Say I receive it. In Jesus name. Say amen. Come on put your hands together for the Lord. In, in Genesis chapter 12 verse 2 God said to Abraham I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shall be a blessing somebody say thou shall be a blessing now the blessing of God comes upon every believer that commits his life unto Christ the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 NIV version 9 the Bible says if you belong to Christ then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise so Abraham Abraham's blessing is according to promise what promise is the scripture I just read in Genesis chapter 12 verse number 2 somebody say Abraham's blessing is according to promise if it is a promise then obedience to the promise moves you into covenant somebody say covenant abraham walked with god and so abraham had a covenant partnership with god somebody say abraham had a covenant partnership with god i want you to write your nose write your nose because when you go back and you go and read yesterday i saw last week i saw somebody wrote 20 scriptures from what i was teaching i love to give scriptures because except you get the scriptures you won't be established i don't want to preach you emotional sermons are you listening to what i'm saying because emotional sermons will make you emotionally high and there's no transformation but i want your life to have uncommon transformation so i'm going to teach you the word of god and and be as practical as possible somebody say the blessing of the lord given to abraham was by promise because it's a covenant promise you understand me? because it's a covenant when you do your part god will do his part turn to anybody and say when you do your part god will do his part yes god didn't stop the blessing just on abraham but god covenanted with him that he will bless his children but the children's blessing god added a caveat to the blessing and the caveat is if someone say if so the blessing is there but if you have to 
I remember my wife and I, one of our friends, it was their wedding anniversary. So we took them to um, Hotel Diwawa, what's the name? Africa Regent Hotel. So we went to this buffet, and the guy just went and picked fufu and came to sit down and eat. I went for salad small because by the grace of God, my wife is teaching me how to eat in public. I eat, take everything small, small. So I took it to eating. My wife wants to drink soup, and uh, I want to also drink some of the soup. I'm learning, you know. Some of us, um, we start with the heavy, and then we end in the light. Right? She says that you don't eat like that, so I'm learning. So this guy went for the food. He started to eat the wife also. What's it? Then, then we said to the guy that, would he eat against? Oh, and I said, no. Is buffet. What, what? See, when you enter into the room, you can eat everything here. We will pay the same amount. He said, A man can enter. <laughs> man can enter. You see, as long as you have entered into the covenant, if you will not take your plate and go and take the food there, you see, the day, the moment you enter into Africa Regent Hotel, the, the restaurant, when, when you enter like this, even if you go and you drink water, you pay the same amount that I ate banco, I ate fufu. I, so what I do is usually I start with the soups and, and then I'll go and eat fufu first. So when I eat the fufu, it will arrange in the stomach. Then, then, then I'll go and eat maybe rice. Then when I finish the rice, then I will maybe go and eat maybe jollof. Rice means plain rice and kotomi stew or something. Then I'll go and eat this one. Then when I finish eating that one, we see because we are chatting, we are chatting. Then I will now start going to eat. You see those potatoes and things like that that, that, that they have done. You eat some and things like that. Then when I finish that one, that's when I'll go to salad. Go and eat the salad. Because I have to clean my mouth. All the, so, so I'm eating salad and adding the, the olives and everything to it. You, you understand me? Because, because what is a buffet, you know? Every food I eat, I'm calculating and deducting from, 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 from it. But this guy just ate only one food. And then he was surprised that he was supposed to eat everything. So he heaved that in. And he said, no. So he said, if you have said it. I said, me, me, me. So he asked, how much are you paying? So we mentioned the amount. He said, ah, man, can not tell me? Can make the deeper purpose I'm a In that same way, ignorance is not an excuse in the kingdom. If you don't know that this is a covenant demand and you don't do it, you won't get the blessing because you have been crying unto God. There are many of us, we weep and weep and weep, and we are not accessing certain blessings, not because God is a wicked God, but because it's a covenant that will only provoke it. And if you don't obey the covenant, you will not get the blessing. Somebody say, obedience. We've been on a sermon series called the first principles. And, and so I want to go deeper into first principles. I'm going to teach you the whole of the month. Why am I teaching you this? Because we are beginning a new year. And as we begin the new year, I want to establish you so that the members of Faith Life Church are so blessed. See, their marriages are working. Their businesses are thriving. Their, their children are growing up in the fear of the Lord. When they go to school, they are the top in their class. When you go to children's church, the teachers will tell you the children they do very well. And we want it to continue. Because if it doesn't continue, we'll just be like an ordinary person. Then there's no point we starting Faith Life Church. I sincerely believe every Christian, your life must be distinguished. 
There must be a distinction in your life. When you show up, people must know that you are different. Doors that will not open for others, when you get there, the door must open. Are we together? In Christianity, the Bible tells us that we, we will live our life by faith. Someone say, by faith. We are told by scripture that having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. So in Christianity, we are justified by what? What is faith? Faith is an absolute trust in God and his word. Number two, faith is a belief. Faith is a belief. That God is who he says he is. He means what he says. And he does what he says. He means what he says. And he does what he says. Number three. Faith is the spiritual currency of the believer. It delivers same value to everyone who uses it. So when a believer in Taiwan engages his faith, it will deliver the same value if you use your faith in Ghana. Praise the Lord. God is no respecter of persons, but that in every place, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It was Peter who said it in Acts of the Apostles, I think. Everybody that engages their faith, irrespective of the nation in which they are, that faith delivers same value. Peter said, I now know that God is no respecter of persons. But in every place, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone who calls up. Okay, so you write the Romans 1 for you. It's the same scripture. Yeah. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Now, listen to me, people of God. When you become a Christian, God expects you to use your faith. Now, how do I have faith? I have faith when I read God's word. And I act upon it. Right? Put it. Acts chapter 10 verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said of the truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Continue on. Continue on. But in every nation. He that feareth him. And worketh righteousness. You see. Have you seen work there? So anybody in any nation. Anybody that does what God has said. That this is the way I want you to follow me. He says that God will accept the person. And God will bless the person. So today I believe that. God wants us to know him. God always loves us, loves to bless us. He is not the one who is withholding good things from you. It is because you don't know what to do to access the good things. You know, one of our sisters in this church went to Italy to go and learn how to do ice cream. Ice cream. When she went to Italy to do ice cream, they taught her how to do ice creams. They taught her different things. Then she came to Ghana. Then while she was, she started her ice cream business. She wanted to do ice cream with cone. You know cone? The one that we used to break and chew. When we were growing up, they, you, they sell ice cream. They used to put it on something that they do like this. That cone that you, 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 you. But the part I love is when the ice cream is melting and then you want to bite from under. Yeah. She, 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 she says. So she wanted to do her own. So she went on YouTube to learn. She will do everything, but she doesn't get it. She's following the recipe, but she doesn't get it. Why? The person omitted one thing when he was teaching on YouTube. 
Yeah. So she was telling me, Pastor, I've been doing everything. I'm not getting. So she went into prayer. You sought for help from another. And when she got the help, now the corner, he day inside, he get up. So that is why you come to church. When you come to church, it's because maybe you are reading the word of God, you don't understand. Maybe you are wondering, why am I not getting it? You seek for help. Who are you seeking for help? You seek for help from God's word. And the man of God is sent to interpret the scriptures unto you. And then after that, you go and look at it. And when you practice and you start getting the results, you continue. And yet you are expected to also tell others about it. We call it the gospel. The good news of God's spell. So he's like, ah, I don't understand why I'm under, I think I'm under attack. Because somebody has cast a spell. God who has a spell is God's spell. That one is the gospel. The truth of God's word. When you live by it, you will get the results. Somebody say, I want to get the results. Can I continue? Can I continue? Can I continue? You see, we discover that there's always an if clause attached to the covenant blessings of God. What does it mean? It means God's blessings are conditional. Write it down. God's blessings are... You see, a lot of believers overlook that God's blessings are conditional. His love is unconditional and unchanging. But his blessings are conditional. You want me to say it again? Hmm? God's love is unconditional and unchanging God's love but however his blessings and his goodness requires something of you we call it conditional God's blessing is what con somebody talk to me God's blessing God's blessings are what come to me for instance if you want to have peace, the blessing of peace in your home, the Bible says that. Do not let an, the sun go down on your anger. It means don't get angrier till evening. Why? Because when you go and sleep at night, the devil will reinterpret the entire event and it will keep getting you more angrier. And when the anger keeps continuing, your body, your, your, your natural body, the blood, the heart keeps pumping blood to the brain because the brain is overprocessing. And after a while, the blood is too much. So it, it, it begins to put pressure on your veins. And then your veins will shut down. Then you get stroke. That is the cause of stroke. It is because too much blood has been shot in places and the body has to shut down. It is because you have allowed anxiety. The Bible says, cast all your cares onto him for he cares for you so when you allow anxiety to control your life you will be frustrated you will be depressed you will have psychological mental problems so he says forgive is it difficult to forgive he says he that wants to first be a leader must first but why are africans poor because the people who want to lead us they want to chop the money without serving so when politicians come to power, monies they've not worked for, they want to chop. Watch it. The moment politicians come to power, the moment they bring them in power as parliamentarians, they buy them all V8. Have you worked for the V8? What money have you generated for the nation that you need a V8 right at the beginning? 
In Christianity, the Bible says, if you want to lead, first serve. Because what you have not sown, if you reap, you are a thief. And there are many of us, when we even marry, we take it into marriage. What we have not sown, we want to reap. Hey, don't you know I'm married? Hey, I'm married to you. Why am I struggling? Have you worked for the money you want to job? Have you worked for it? Have you worked for it? Oh, see, whenever you marry, the moment you enter into a marriage, please listen to me. You are not a citizen. You are an immigrant. You are not coming to know the laws of the place. It is when you start contributing your quota to that nation that you become a citizen. Turn to anybody and say, it's pastor talking about you. It's pastor talking about you. It's, it's, uh, some people don't want to watch some people's face. Oh, wow. Shenanim. Shenanim. So they the married ones. Hallelujah. What is pastor saying? What I'm saying is, when it comes to the kingdom of God, the way we live our life is very different. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2. He says, all these blessings will come on you and accompany you. If you obey the Lord your God, all these blessings will come upon you and accompany He says, all will come upon thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Hey. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job chapter 36 verse 11. He says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. So my obedience and service to God causes me to enjoy daily prosperity and years of pleasure. Two words. Daily prosperity. Years of pleasure. What does it mean? What is prosperity? Paul said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in, in, in health, even as your soul prospers. So every day you have peace. Every day you be joyful. Every day things will be working for you. You, 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 you are not worried about your husband's attitude or your wife's attitude because, because, because God will take over the case. You are trusting him and he takes over. One day he goes to drink alcohol and he gets running stomach that they say he's gotten food poison and he has to die. He won't go back to his friends again. If it happens two or three times and God knows what your husband can handle, he will deal with him one of these days. He will come back home. Me, I don't worry myself again. When I pray for my wife and my son and Faith Life Church, I pray, in fact, God forgive me. I pray more for the church members than my wife and my children. Why? It's based on the scripture. If you are faithful to another man, God will give you your own. So I'm faithful to you so that God will keep my wife and my son. That's why they are not getting sick. That's why they are, they are living a, a very prosperous life. It's not that I bought them a car. It's not car. Are you not living a prosperous life? Don't you have peace? Yeah. They are not crying. If they are not crying, it's prosperity. Anna, haven't you met people who have money but they don't have peace? Haven't you met people that every day their children are bringing them problems? Is that prosperity? Reputation tarnished. This is gone off. That is gone. Ah. I was telling a man of God, say, be careful, you are not there. I said, I'm nowhere. Have you seen a dead person getting erection before? The Bible said, the life I live, it is not I, by Christ who lives in me. I am dead. I can ah. The Bible says the wife has, the husband has no control over his body but the wife. The wife has no control over his body but the husband. So Lady Irene has not given him permission. I can't get erection. No permission for erection. I live by scripture. Oh, those of you, your husband are misbehaving. You see, it's your laziness. If you pray, you can pray and control the way his body reacts around another lady. You are not praying enough. 
Come and let me teach you how to pray. It's not that 30 minutes prayer you pray. pray. You pray 30 minutes now, oh, I'm, I'm tired. No. You take his clothes, you pray. You, you give him food, you pray. You give him water, you pray. You, you, your bed, you pray. I didn't know your clothes that you have prayed on that is one that is going to remove to sleep with that. Ah! It will not. Don't try me. And our, our proof of it all is not. I'm not preaching you abstract sermons. I live it. If you like, bring me your husband's case, you see. But you must be willing to be paying the price at least three hours a day. Let's pray consistently for six months and watch and see. Six months every day, three hours, me and you, morning, three, evening, two. Somebody's laughing that, hey, five hours. Now, do you think controlling a human being's body is, is simple? What it is is you are overriding his natural appetite and controlling it spiritually by your faith. If it was simple, why would somebody lie in the coffin to get up? Because they want prosperity. So to get prosperity, you must first die. So by the time they wake up, the life they live, it is not them, but Satan have taken control over their body. You too, Paul said, the life that you live, it is not you, but Christ who lives in you. So now we are both spiritual beings having an earthly experience because we are dead men. Let me continue with my sermon. Hallelujah. You see, grace doesn't give you the right to live any way you want. Paul asked the believers in Galatians chapter 5 verse 7, you were running a good race. Who cut it on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Put the scripture there. You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Go to the next verse. This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. He said the line that they are to you is not from God. This persuasion is not from him. No, Paul calls them foolish Galatians. He said, who has bewitched you? You started in the spirit. Why are you in, uh, 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 ending in the natural? Have you suffered in vain? Turn to your neighbor and say, I will not suffer in vain. Turn to another person and say, I will not suffer in vain. You see, obedience to God and his word is just as much a command in the New Testament as it was in the Old Testament. Look at the scripture Peter asks in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 17. Can you put it there? He said, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it begins at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? So all of us will be judged one day. But those who have obeyed, your judgment will be known. See, if you are not prospering, it is not God. It is a judgment on you for disobeying scriptural instructions. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't disobey scriptural instructions. Oh, turn to another person and say, don't disobey scriptural instructions. Now, let's look at something in Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3 to 10. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3 to 10 says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, so as to carry them out, then I shall give you rains in their season, so that the land will yield its produce, and the trees of the field will bear their fruit. Indeed, your threshing will last for you until grape gathering, and grape gathering will last until sowing time. You will thus eat your food to the full and live securely in your land. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, next, quickly click on it, I will send you rain in each season 
and the ground will yield its crop. Who sends the rain? Who sends the rain? Now look at it. He doesn't just send the rain, but he makes sure that when you come into a harvest, the harvest doesn't cut short before the sowing time comes. Look at it. Continue. He says, Your threshing will continue until grape harvest. And the grape harvest will continue until planting. It means there's continuity that you enjoy by virtue of your obedience to covenant scriptures. Write it down. There is continuity that you enjoy. Write it down. Everybody write. There is continuity that you enjoy by your obedience to covenant covenant promises or scriptural promises. Whichever one you write is the same. By your obedience to scriptural promises. Are, are you listening to me? He said you will eat all that you want. All the food you want. Who, who wants the food? See, God is very interesting. He doesn't put there a specific food because some of us are Chinese. Some of us will like a and a bobitadi. He says, if that is what you want, some of you to Ghanaians, it's Chinese you like. God said, the food you want, I will give you. The nation you want to be, I will give you. The, you see, the sustenance you need, I will give you. He says, and you will live in safety in your land. You live in safety. By the grace of God, my wife and I, we stayed in different places. When we go, when we go there, no, nobody comes to attack me. When I was staying in West Legon, yes, I was not married to her, I was a single guy. Armed robbers came to the house opposite me three times. They will come and they will be shooting and they can even stand on, on, the, on, the, on the wall of my house to shoot into the other house. But they never entered our place. Because the scripture must be activated. I fear God. I obey his commandment. I live safe, safely. We came to stay in Sakumono. They said, oh, this street, they steal from here. From the day I came to stay there, nobody's property was ever stolen. Nothing was stolen in the community that I, I don't even close my gate at the community where I went to stay. Nobody came there. I moved to another place. Nobody said, nobody comes to steal. My gate can be open. One day, main gate was open. Door was open. Back door was open. I forgot. I left and went. By the time I came in the evening, everything was open. Nobody came to even take a, a pin from the house. You will live in safety because you are obeying covenant demands. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will, I will enjoy covenant demands. How many of you like it? How many of you like what I'm teaching you? You see, we need to just have absolute trust in God's word. It secures you and your children. It secures you and your family. You don't struggle. You know, for instance... The Bible says that we should not have sexual intercourse with people we are not married to. The Bible calls it fornication. No, God is in heaven. If you sleep with somebody on earth, what has that got to do with God? Is it like God doesn't like feelings? Or he doesn't have feelings? Oh, no. Because the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Most people who sleep with you, they will marry you. And then you start singing, you lied to me, you betrayed my trust. Who lied to you? You violated the scriptural instruction at your tree. The, 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 the secondary school people used to call it behe. Broken heart is behe. You know, and because you don't know who will say yes or no, God says, don't sleep with the person until he's paid the price. If he pays the price, that one you stay. 
But if he doesn't pay the price, two things will happen. You now come into probabilities. It may happen, it may not happen. But God cannot guarantee for you whether this one is different. Number two, it breeds mistrust. Because just as you could not keep your two legs together, and you went out, the man knows that you, when I sit with another guy and he gives you small pressure, you, you are a very generous person. You will dash it. That's why a lot of people have problems in their marriages. Because there's a violation of scripture. Then your children will also now see it. And see that, ah, daddy now is always drinking, doing girls. It means doing girls is a natural order of life. So they keep perpetrating it. So you go somewhere and the pastor will say at the time when you are old, that, ah, oh my man, hell. What is it? Your mother opened her herself up to a certain lifestyle and the lifestyle keeps repeating in that family. But the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become So I obey God because it has generational consequences. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse number 24. He says, so the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God, for our God always, for, sorry, for our good always, and for our survival as it is today. For our good and for our survival. This one says, to keep us alive as the case today. It is for whose good? So obedience is for whose good? So please write this down. My obedience to covenant scriptural instruction is for my good. The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper. What does he say? He says, I might always what? And be kept alive. So you don't... Have you noticed that there are some people who have money but people die in their family very often? Deuteronomy chapter number 29 verse 1 to 2 now it shall be if you will diligently obey the lord your god being careful to do all his commandments which i command you today the lord your god will set you high above all the nations of the earth where will god set you who does the lifting who does the setting up on high is it human beings is it bribery is it sleeping with somebody who does a certain act? And he puts it that the Lord, your God, do you have a God? Have you submitted yourself to God? That you are my Lord and my God. I have submitted myself that it is your instructions that will guide me. It's not your feelings. Feelings can lie to you. I don't feel like going to church. It's not, it's not about your feelings. Your God says that at the beginning of each week, we must show up. And it's in the Bible. And when you come, he says, don't come empty-handed. He said, man of God, I didn't come with money. God didn't ask for money. He says, don't come empty-handed. If there's no money, you come praising. You come thanking. You come worshiping. You come saying, Father, I have come to say thank you. I have come to appreciate you that you have seen me through this week. It's no money. Please, Faith Life Church, we are not building this church for money. If it's money, I'm in the wrong business. Because I know how to generate money. I, I'm telling you, right now, I'm saying, I can give you 10 businesses that will make you a millionaire. Easy. Why am I not doing I'm afraid that when I go there, the money will let me stop preaching to you. I can't fast the way I fast. There was a season I was working more to look for money for the church. I was not praying much. Now I'm praying more. I'm fasting more. 
Monday, four to five hours, I'm in prayer. Monday evening, 11 to 1 a.m., I'm in prayer, mentioning faithless church members' names, mentioning that God remember faithless church, their members. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Two hours, two hours, two hours. Then when I come home and I come and sleep, at 2.30, at most is 3, sometimes 2 a.m., my pastor friend will call me and we'll pray till 4 o'clock. Mondays to Fridays. How many hours of prayer am I generating for you? So it is not a prayer case. It is a commitment to covenant practices case. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 2. And you return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and soul according to all that I command you today, you and your son. So what is God saying? God is saying that when you disobey my covenant instructions, when I give you instructions that obey these instructions and you don't do it, but it comes to pass that you have a change of mind and decide to return to me, the Lord your God. Look at what God says he will do for you. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 9. To 10. He says, then the Lord your God will prosper you abundantly in all the work of your hands, in the offspring of your body, in the offsprings of your cattle, in the produce of your ground. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good, just as he rejoiced over your fathers. If you obey the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Now, why is God saying this? Because God had already released an instruction. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth. If, go to the next verse. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Next verse. Next verse. Let's run quickly. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Please, are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? Go to the next verse. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the cows of your head and the lambs of your floor. Next. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. Are you seeing blessings? Now, go with me to verse 14. Same Deuteronomy 28. Look at verse 14. Everybody, everybody turn, look, look, at, look at it. Verse 14. He says, do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today. To the right or to the left. Following other gods and serving them. Verse 15. <laughs> However, if you do not obey the Lord your God. And do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I am giving you today. All these curses will come on you and overtake you. Look at the word. This is the part a lot of Christians don't want. So we have to now look at what does the word curse mean. The word curse means to be empowered to fail under every favorable condition. To be empowered is what? You are what? Empowerment means people will tell you things. They will encourage you. They 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 will boost your ego. And you will fail even though the condition was favorable for you to succeed. I had a story of a of a of an MPP woman. She was in government and she went somewhere to get some medicine. So she thought that she has power. She has she has received power over the president of the nation. So, so I think they were having some meeting and she just talked to the president anyway. Then they sacked the president. I laughed because she's stupid. 
The Bible says, let us, all spirits, be subject to the governing authority. For he, he, that, he that puts them there is God. When you, somebody becomes a president, every spirit in the nation submits to him. You can't go anywhere for a spirit to overcome the president of a nation. Everybody listen to, listen to what I'm saying. You see what? So, she was in government. She could have made some money for her family. Are we, are we together? Are we together? She could have made some, some opportunities for her family. But even though the condition was favorable, I don't know who put that stupidity in her head that you can go to an entity and consult a medium and you have power over the president of a nation. If she was reading the scripture, she wouldn't have made that nonsense mistake. I said, well, nobody can touch the president of the nation. Hey, they can do incantation. Pastors can pray. Pastors can do it's nonsense. It won't work. The president of the nation is put there by the president of by God. And God says, let all spirits be subject to the governing authority. You don't read your Bible, so you are confused. See, when God, when God puts you on a seat, ah, no subordinate of yours can overthrow you, except you are living in sin. I'm telling you the truth. But you don't read your Bible, so you, 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 you shake like a reed. You don't have foundation. Um, today, you are, you are getting it now. Uh, like my pastor said, they said they want to be Genovacia, uh, so they have gone to Sinai to let all subject be all. So look at the case that he puts there. He says you are empowered to fail. He says your children will fail. Your bank account will fail. This will not happen. He says you will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. He means that everything you do, there's an empowerment. He says the fruit of your womb will be cursed. You see, what it means is your children, they will be empowered to fail. They'll go to school. They'll fall into wrong company. And what should have been a blessing, they won't go to church. They will fall into wrong company. Somebody say, God forbid. One more time, say, God forbid. No, I would take my my bishop took his child to school, one of the international schools. Bishop Bernardo took his child to, to, to international school. The daughter got to the school and started praying. Say, God, now that I've stepped into this school, people must be saved. The bishop's daughter is in school converting Muslims. Uh, converting who? Say, sometimes. Sometimes I can be with his father. I say, Daddy, there's this lady, she has emotional issues. Can you please help her for me? I've told her that you can talk to her. So can you? He said, Okay, I will do. So I say, Daddy, pray for me. I have a new soul I'm pursuing. I'm praying about it. I want her to be saved. This girl is a young girl. He's, in, he's, he's a young, I, I say, it's a war. But because he's after, even in somebody's city, can, can we come from Takradi to Accra to convert people? Because blessed shall be you in the country. Your children will not be vagabonds because you are obeying God. The whole room is quiet now. Yeah. He said the crop of your land, the cows of your head. Haven't you seen people invest money and they lose it? <laughs> I, was, I was laughing one day at somebody. I had some money and I had 75,000 Ghana cities and I wanted to bring it to the church. Somebody told me that, ah, why are you bringing the money to church? You must invest it somewhere. Then the proceeds, that's what you give to church. You, you don't carry your seed and give it to church. It's a, no, it's an investment for your future. You, you don't do that. I look at the person and say, so what do you want me to do? He said, take the money to men's gold. After a few months, you will get the money. I said, where? Men's gold. He said, what will men's gold do? He said, they will take your money and then they will give you bigger interest on their money. I asked him that, so are you telling me that men's gold is better than God Almighty? 
Thank you for the advice. But the word of God tells me that when I bring to God, it's a seed that, that has, has rewards at the end. I will get more money. So I gave man. He took his money and his father's money to men's gold. And men's gold, men's gold him. That is scarce is your crop. The investment is scarce. He's been empowered to fail. If I had not brought the money to God first, because the, the principle of the first is, I've never received 75,000 before. I wanted to honor God first with the 75. Didn't I get it? I did. The last year, I came to church. I've been praying with somebody for five months. The person came to see me and gave me a seed of 100,000 Ghana cities. When the person gave me a seed of 100, I said, I've never received 100,000 before. I gave all the money to church. After that, the heavens opened over my head. I traveled for two days somewhere. They gave me $10,000. Three weeks later, they, somebody brought me $4,000. Another two weeks more, somebody brought me $3,000. I've gotten $17,000. When you multiply it by the current rate, is it not more than the money that I, I just owed? And that was just the beginning. I needed concrete slab. Somebody brought me 12,000 Ghana cities. I needed this. Some favor was now following me because I'd obeyed the covenant demand. I don't have to struggle anymore. See, why do I mention the numbers and the figures? Is it to pride myself? No. I want you to know your pastor who is preaching to you, he lives by the things he preaches. And anybody that does it, you will get it. So I don't get sick. I don't get I, me, I don't get sick. Maybe when I'm tired, then you see that my nose is running. But it is not sickness. It's yes. Today you will pray a prayer in this church. Eh? God, from this day, I may not understand it all, but I will obey you. I will I will live by the covenant demands of God. I will I will do all. I want you to close your eyes and begin to pray. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray now. Leviticus 18 verse 5. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 5. What does it say? It says, So you shall keep my statutes and my judgments, by which a man may live if he does them. I am the Lord. Keep my decrees and laws, for the person who obeys them will live by them. I am the Lord. The person who obeys them will live by them. I am the Lord. Come on. Come on. Begin to pray. God said in Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 21, Ezekiel 18 21, God said, but if the wicked man turns from all his sins which he has committed and observes all my statutes and practices and practices justice and righteousness he shall surely live he shall not die when you practice the word of God, you will live and not die. It means that there will not be unproductiveness in your life. That means unproductivity. That means no growth, no increase, no transformation. God says you will experience transformation because you live by my covenant instructions. Father, we want to pray. Today we repent of all our sins. Bring us back to you back to covenant demands back to obedience to your instructions back to the place of transformation and change back to the place of increase and transformation bless this house bless your people in jesus name somebody say amen come on put your hands together for the lord i i sense to give you one last scripture can i give it to you isaiah 48 verse 18 Isaiah 48 verse 18 says, If only you had paid attention to my commandments 
then your well-being would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea like the waves of the sea if if only if only if only you had paid attention to my commands your peace would have been like a river and your well-being like the waves of the sea peace well-being comes just by obedience I pray that everybody in this church you will obey God I pray that we'll grow up together enjoy the joy the blessing of obedience together in Jesus name somebody say amen